Congratulations on 200 episodes of the Bloodcast Christian. Here's a joke for you. Guy's making love with his wife. The bedroom door opens. A 10-year-old son walks in. His jaw drops. The father says, come on, it's nothing. Go on, get out of here. The next day, Dad goes upstairs to Grandma's room, opens the door. The kid is on his grandma. He says, what the hell? The kid says, yeah, it's not so funny when it's your mother, is it? <laughs> 200 shows, 200 shows, 200 shows. From Christian agent Starling, Cattany, old Coltrane, sometimes and Leah to often. We've had Guy talking Cold Train's Corner and Lee F. Loves Evo Time even more than he loves Halston Sage. But nowhere near as much as he loves Will, Will, Will. And Nerd Talk, who could forget Nerd Talk? Two meets all Nerd Talk, but even still. Congratulations, guys. I couldn't come up with a good theme song that had uh, the words 200 in it. Of course, 2,000 Man by the one and only Mr. Ace Freely, lead guitar. Welcome to Blackcast 200. So exciting. Thanks to Orson Bean for the great joke. And again, Lauren LaGrasso, at Lauren LaGrasso, as she mentioned. I'm Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. Don't forget to like the Blackcast on Facebook. Follow at Blackcast on Twitter. Make sure to visit blackcast.com. To my left, for those of you watching on YouTube, and if you're just listening to the audio on iTunes, you should go over to YouTube where it's archived at our YouTube channel. Will Sterling, I will Sterling underscore. Welcome to Blackcast 200, sir. I can't believe I'm here. We made it this far. I know. You've been around wow. from the beginning. Wow. I like to imagine that Lauren actually listened to 199 episodes yeah. of Blackcast to know how to make all those jokes. All right, but and to not be that fair, you include her in on only, what to say. She only listened to 188. There were a couple that I was like, you can skip those. Okay. All right. Uh, and then, of course, Jeff DeRay, who's been around for almost 100 of those 125. 200. Is that what we wow, came really? up with? You didn't Something start, like, no, no, I, you I didn't did. Start I started before 100, though. You, all right. So, like, oh. 99. But, uh, so we're all here. It's the whole gang. It's the Blackcast gang. And we are... Hashtag blessed 
to be joined once again on the couch, the one and only Miss Roxy Stryer at Roxy Stryer across all social media platforms. Wow, hashtag blessed. Hashtag That's blessed. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, keeping it 100. You're, you're very yeah, fortunate it, to be in our no, presence. I'm sorry, Jeff. I, I'm glad you mentioned it. Tonight, we're keeping everything 200. Oh. Because it's the oh, podcast 200. Yeah. We're not keeping anything 100. We're well, keeping everything I'm 200. Keeping 200. Sorry, yeah. I, that was my mistake, partly because I've only been here for half yeah, of You're keeping it like 102. We're, yeah. The rest of us are keeping it 200. Roxy, thanks so much for coming by. Are you kidding? Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. And you have to let me know when you need to leave because uh, you have other things to do. I'm so. good for a little bit, though. All right. We're just chilling. We're going to chill. and We're going we're gonna to have some friends join us uh, via Skype and things like that. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like... We'll just dive right into it. Um, you know, the topic that we need to talk about that I think everybody who's watching or listening was probably wondering, are they going to talk about it? Are they really going to talk about it? And look, it's a very divisive issue. It threatens to overshadow not only this celebration of Black Cast 200, but it also threatens to tear our country apart. So I'm going to start with Will. What do you think of Doctor Strange? <laughs> I knew that that was what it was. Yeah, of course you did, because I told you. We were um, talk about. It's fine. It's another Marvel movie. Here's the thing. What did I say he would say? Very entertaining. It's fine. No, you nailed it. It's fine. You yeah. nailed it. It's fine. Very entertaining. Design of it, beautiful. Yep. Some great moments uh, thematically. Some good stuff that I was waiting for, fulfilled. Ultimately, I feel like we've reached preheat oven to 450. Yep. Bake for 20 minutes. <laughs> Wait till your billion dollars is golden brown. Removed from oven. Marvel movie. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't, I don't fucking... It's a chocolate chip cookie. It's great. It tastes I good. love it's chocolate chip just, cookies. But, you know, every once in a while, there's one that just fucking blows your mind. And this is not and that that's one. an oatmeal raisin. That's that right. Yeah. Raisin. Yeah. It's a pumpkin uh, cookie. I'll, uh, Whatever. Uh, Jeff and I actually saw it together. And uh, for anyone paying attention, we hands. periscoped afterwards. What? Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, and that that's was not the, as sexual as it sounds. No, it's not. Oh. But uh, I'd like to ask Roxy, because uh, I understand from uh, the Twitter that uh, you were not blown away by it. The opposite. Yeah, when you say it was entertaining, I thought it just wasn't. Really? Not at all. Like, I watched it, and it was definitely pretty. Yeah. I wish I had smoked a fat doobie beforehand. Yeah, because I feel it like was if pretty I was drunk, for sure. But you should have gone after election day because yeah, then seriously. you would have been able to. Uh, it, that's very true. It was really lame, in my opinion. Interesting. I, I didn't think I had that a lot of issues with it. For I sure. talk about Marvel having issues with their villains. This was Exhibit A, B, mm-hmm. C, and D of that. Uh, and then also, I thought that the jokes were weak. I, I thought that... <laughs> I felt really I flat. thought that yeah. there, were too, there were too many. And I yeah. like when they have the jokes to kind of break it up. Yeah. But there was just... I, I don't know. And maybe it's because, to me, Benedict Cumberbatch is... You know, he's like Hugh Grant funny. He's funny when he, like, blinks and, like, twitches. His accent was... Uh, uh, well, we'll uh, get to uh, yeah. He's absolutely. funny when he's annoyed with people, <laughs> yeah. not when he's trying so, to be funny. But for you, the jokes uh, just just didn't fly. They did, and I I thought that he was exactly what I thought he would be. Every little bit of it, and every little non bit of it. Uh, and I thought that Rachel was exactly what I thought she would be. And this she she was the same as she is in everything I've ever seen her in, except for True Detective Season 2, in which she was like a flaming pile of garbage. But other than that, she's always exactly what she gave us in Doctor Strange. I, I love say. her, but I can never stop staring at the mole on her face. Like, every scene. <laughs> I swear, to, I'm, I'm, I'm not insulting her. I think she's a beautiful well, girl. Her I think she's rolled. beautiful. I'm not insulting her. No, I'm just, just telling looking. you. I yeah. straight up, I will, I'll see all this great stuff happening. I'm like, uh, mole. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that she is exactly what she is. She's talented. She's pretty. She did a fine job reading the words uh but nothing blew me away about it except for the visual effects mm-hmm. which were really cool sure. and would have been better if i was high yes I, well, I it think was because that... it was a, a college dorm room in the 90s with a black light 
that the was whole the dark movie dimension. was the black yeah, one. Right? <laughs> that, yeah. true. that was the, the fucking dark lava lamps and That's, stuff. That was literally the name that these college kids had on the door of their dorm room. <laughs> the dark dark dimension. Dimension. <laughs> Guys, you want to come in and get baked at the I'm dark door dimension? Mamu, bro. By the way, <laughs> fucking uh, Dormammu. Dormammu is the name of their bong. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Doctor Strange, in the chat room, for those of you watching on YouTube, make sure you join in on the chat room. Dominicus Saxon, who is a yes. big Black Cast fan, he tweets at us a lot. Yeah. He is skipping Doctor Strange wow. tonight with his friends to watch Black Cast 200 instead. So. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Hey, now we're ruining it for you. I'm going to do the 200 you. of yeah. these. No, After Black Cast 200, go watch Arrival. It's a much better movie. So I, good. I've yes. heard that's great. From, so good. Yeah, it's incredible. Our, our friend uh, Zach Wilson was just raving about it. In fact, uh, he's going to be talking about that on Sci-Fi Weekly on After Buzz. See, look, I cross promotion. I know what's up. Oh, wow. yeah. I can do it all. It's synergy. Um, so, uh, Jeff, we didn't let you talk about it. Uh, I know what you thought because I was there, but uh, I enjoyed tell... it. I thought it was pretty. Yeah. I wasn't Very looking pretty. for anything groundbreaking because I knew. I think I, I understand that the model with a lot of these Marvel movies at this point is to build up for the Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like they, they don't really have a like, plot oh, yeah, for their own sake. Yeah. They have a plot to lead up to the bigger Which I right. and, and, and spoiler yeah. alert for the end uh, credit scene, it's clearly like they need to get the Doctor Strange movie out of the way mm-hmm. so he can hang out with Thor so he can, and who yeah. Will doesn't Ugh. like. And they no, just no, gave him yellow gloves that he never had in the movie. It has everything to do with the fact that at the end of the day these movies just exist to have bigger or more movies but like but like the fact that I'm complacent with it, like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, they just pop it in the oven and pull it out. Should be a sign that it's actually not as great as everybody makes all the Marvel movies out to scene. Because if I just go in, I'm like, yeah, great, it's exactly what and I leave. Like, that's actually not a great experience. Like, it's just fulfilling this weird box now that we're like, it's a Marvel movie. It fits in that box. Great. We Like, everything can go on. Like, why don't they try a little bit harder to... Like, a fucking, uh, what's his name's Ant-Man that we all should have gotten would have blew the lid off the whole mold and changed everything. But they were like, no. Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, can't do that. I was like, I thought you were saying they were going to cast somebody else as Ant Man. I was like, what no, the fuck Paul Rudd as Ant Man. But yeah, no, no, yeah, I but got yeah it. the Edgar Wright Ant Man uh, would have been something I think different than what we got for sure. I think we get excited when we get introduced new characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sure. So we're like, ah, cool, more guys. Right, right. Yeah. And then the, I think some of that excitement boils into like, it was a good movie because they got a new guy. Yeah. That's a really powers. good point yeah. because I, I feel that way a lot when I watch anything from Ant Man to Deadpool, whatever it is that's being yeah. introduced to me i'm like oh okay because i pretty much have the marvel people down i'm right. like i know mm-hmm. you i know you i know you but tonight or not tonight whenever i saw the movie when was that like a week ago when it came out I, it it was a guy who i didn't care that much about mm-hmm. from beforehand who i don't care that much about while i'm watching it right. and i don't care that much about afterwards so i didn't even feel with the feeling like yeah we got to introduce somebody new i yeah. kind of was like he, I've seen him on Sherlock, so... Right. Yeah. He's like a I mean, cocky asshole. You're like, you're a way less funny Tony Stark. You're yeah. a better yes. smog. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, and, you know, as we alluded to, the accent is so bad because... Yeah. And, uh, Hi, Christian. To me, I'm Doctor it Strange. It sounds exactly... My hands! Yeah, it sounds exactly like uh, Hugh Laurie's American accent, which uh, he did for like yeah. seven years on House. Doctor yeah. House and gets powers. I, I, actually, I've told people this before. I can't watch House because his accent drives me crazy. It doesn't get better over the like 12 seasons I don't or know. long it was I just on? I look at it and I'm like nope I'm out but then I was in a seat and I already paid for this movie and I'm like I kind of have to watch Doctor Strange but uh, yeah the accent's a little tough uh, you know I'm in no rush I thought it was fun I enjoyed it mm-hmm. I'm in no rush for Doctor Strange 2 me neither go ahead put him in the Infinity War put him in, in Thor yeah, put him I in everything I guess he's going to be in Thor right that's what it sounds like I mean like. there was a there, a yeah, whole thing I, about I, it yeah. there was that it right. was a pretty major didn't know that was going to happen I was like oh I guess that's cool yeah. which I, seems to 
be the I thing am, now, by the I way, will, with the post-credit sequences for Marvel. Two. It's like a scene from an upcoming movie. Right. Because mm-hmm. that was starting with uh, Civil War. They did that. And then it's like, okay, now here's the thing for our sequel, if we ever get to make one. I will say, I never thought these words would leave my, my mouth. I'm actually kind of excited for Thor 3. Thor Ragnarok. What? Yeah. What because happened to Will? The director, Taika Waititi, yeah, did love him. What we do in the shadows mm-hmm. and Hunt for the Wilder People and all these different Flight of the Concords. Yeah, Flight of the Concords. Like, it's so funny and off the wall that when they chose him, and then you saw that short Thor documentary that he directed. That was actually was really like a, funny, which was yeah. hysterical. I was like, if we just did this for like ninety minutes, I would be so okay with that. It, he's so funny and such a oddball choice and Mark Mothersbaugh's doing the score so I'm like I'm gonna fucking nope. see where that goes he's not man he's Devo but uh, right. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna bring our first guest in in a moment uh, Matt and Casey uh, who I've got several bones to pick with but oh, they're no. not barbecue rib bones oh. yeah that's right you Bummer. heard me yeah <laughs> usually he sends us uh, barbecue and yeah. uh, he gave us this bell for Black Cast 100 what do I have for Blackcast 200? We'll talk to him about it, but I don't see anything. Uh, Roxy, uh, Will talks a lot about this on the show, and because you're part of DC Movie News, uh, actually on the Popcorn Talk Network. Hey, another building. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cross-promotion. That's all I can do. Um, we'll get to Matt in a second. I want to ask uh, Roxy this question. So, Matt, I think you can hear us. Hang tight, brother. We'll get right to you. Uh, is it uh, is it annoying that the uh, you know obviously the for you the most recent DC movies weren't perfect, but just the way that they just get beaten down and then every Marvel movie is like, oh, it's perfect. It's the best thing I've ever seen. I love it. Yeah. Yes, it's very annoying. It's yeah. um, so frustrating. I wouldn't call myself a DC fangirl who's blind. I don't yeah. feel like I, I I walk out of all the DC movies and I'm like that was great. In fact, I actually get. You can't win. I get made fun of from DC fans because they say, you don't love the DC movies. And Marvel fans say, you you respect the DC movies too much. There is no fair ground. But Doctor Strange was not as good as Suicide Squad, in my opinion. Or actually, sorry, it's not that it's not as good. I didn't like it as much. Mm-hmm. I didn't have as much fun. Experience. I didn't enjoy yeah. the experience. That's fair. Suicide Squad, while it was a very flawed movie, it was flawed. I laughed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. There were parts where I was really, really glued to the screen. There's nothing in Doctor Strange that had me like that. So it is very frustrating. Marvel just seems to be up on its pedestal, and it's especially the critics. I don't understand what they're seeing that I'm not seeing sometimes. Oh, man, they jerked them off. So I'm like, it's, what it's the, the fuck? Yeah, it's I the Disney machine. I don't know it whatever is. it is. Papa it's, Disney, man. As you know, soon as a DC because movie if you comes think out, about like, it, no. only the Disney, you know, the, uh, the, the Marvel Studios movies, the Disney movies, are the, because people generally don't tend, you know, Deadpool was an exception. They don't like the X-Men movies, obviously, because they're not as good a I lot of times. I thought they reflected on Days of Future Past pretty well. That was yeah. one they liked, yeah. but Which they didn't. The grass, you know, the they didn't one. like the last couple of Spider-Man. So it's they yeah. don't get a pass. But for whatever reason, uh, Disney seems well. to. And it's just, this is a theory I'm hatching as I speak. So. I hatched this theory a long time ago, Christian. I wouldn't uh, really. Look, about... Disney's got monies in people's pockets. Look, all right. I'm just saying. Well, Speaking... some of the Marvel movies are really good. Some of them are yeah. great. Some I like a lot Ant-Man of them. was one of your favorites. Liked Ant-Man yeah. a lot. Me yeah, too. loved Captain America. Same. Yep, all three. Uh, laughed out loud. Guardians I posted a clip to Tom Hanks laughing in the money pit when the guy behind me at the end of Doctor Strange said, "Well, it was better than all three Captain America movies." And I was just like, "I can't oh. fucking believe you right now." And then he talked about Crisis on, Inf- Crisis on Infinite Earths being a Marvel storyline, and I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> Which uh, we we had this exchange they used on the word Facebook. Multiverse and Doctor yeah. Strange a bunch, we, and we I was like, this, oh. "We had this exchange on Facebook, and of course, the most tragic part of Crisis on Infinite Earths." was the death of beloved Marvel character, Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, speaking of beloved characters, <laughs> on the phone, Allen. Matt and KC. Uh, boy, do I have a bone to pick with you. But as I said, Matt, it's not a bone covered in sweet 
rib juices. <laughs> what? Jack <the> Stack <laughs> barbecue sauce. Just, barbecue sauce. I think you're just digging yourself a yeah. deeper and deeper hole every word. But uh, you got a lot of nerve coming here on Blackcast 200. What do you have to uh, show us uh, for your love of being Blackcast Uber fan, Matt? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Yeah. I think we Crickets. lost it. Oh, he got see, pissed we talked about It's so funny, though, because I told him, I'm like, I'm going to act like I'm really angry. I was just going to say, I think the easiest way to identify um, how not great uh, Doctor Strange was for me was when people kept being like, oh, it's as good as this. And I was like, well, no. The cape, I didn't need it to be like a dog. Like a sidekick. Yeah, it was interesting that the cape was... Didn't need it to have like a consciousness. Uh, yeah. a con- oh. yeah. consciousness. I thought you were talking about that awful NBC show for a second. I was oh, like, the what cape. the fuck are no. you talking about? The cape. No, that oh was a great God, show. The cape. That was a great show. Yeah. Six <laughs> seasons in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're, uh, we're reaching out to, uh, I believe, our friend Jason Blair. Was who, that the plan uh, with the cape? Has... Six seasons in a movie? It's, it's a like joke they made on Community. Yeah. Is this uh, Jason Blair himself? It is Jason Blair himself. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Black Cast 200. It's been a while since we've had you on and uh your five minutes starts now no pressure um but uh <laughs> thanks for uh taking some time away uh, i understand your triplets are starving right now as you make time for yes us. we just put them in the high chairs and they're uh they're screaming for their moo moo and uh we're putting the uh fish sticks and green beans in front of them as we speak so, so uh, is, uh, right no, now. is, is moo some kind of cow talk Yes, uh, mm. Moo Moo would be, uh, I, I think you can figure out what that is. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll share, before we talk about what we're supposed to talk about, I'll, I'll uh, share <laughs> a little uh, parenting uh, anecdote that I have with my friend Roxy on the couch, Roxy Stryer. Mm. Uh, we were talking about uh, a friend of ours was having a party and I needed my wife to get home. And, and she was like, w- w- won't he be asleep? Legitimately, she wasn't joking. She was like, can't you just leave him home? And then we were like, no, <laughs> not even for half an hour. But you know that now, right, Roxy? Well, okay, well, first of all, I didn't think he'd be asleep. I just thought that he'd be awake and chilling. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, I think... <laughs> that you could just leave the baby. I know. Well, I really, I really thought so. Yeah. I, like, I just guess that nobody's ever told me otherwise. Yeah. And I still kind of think like a few minutes, you'd be totally chill. Probably. Yeah. But Technically. I think that I, happens, but I just usually by mistake. I did a kick a few, few months ago, and Roxy, you, I think you said you went to a wedding and uh, that... Uh, Felix had pooped, and you, you had to leave in the ceremony, and yep. Roxy asked you, well, why oh, wouldn't yeah. you just let him sit in it? Well, you do whole, listen. Uh, yeah, that's right. Remember, we I got to sit in this mess you've yeah, made. Yeah, Roxy did wow. say, was like, oh, I would have left him. Yeah. So is this all <laughs> yeah. about how she hates babies, or what's I the deal? I do really She's hate coming babies. In, but, but to be I like Felix. There's one baby she likes. I do the only like one Felix. that matters. I do like Felix, but I, apparently I would have given Felix a flat head like months ago. Oh, he would have definitely had that. But he'd have the coolest helmet you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I would have sick helmet. With like Thor wings or something i don't know we'll work on what it is uh jason if you left your uh, triplets alone uh by themselves in a room for half an hour what would you come back to uh at this point see they just turned two so they can flip every switch they can pretty much climb up on anything so uh a half hour well if you put mickey mouse clubhouse on there's a chance you can step out of the room for a few <laughs> minutes and come back but uh w- without mickey mouse clubhouse on Pretty much everything that's not locked down would be out and, and you know, probably heads busted and, and all that. They, they, they like to fight right now. They're they're at that point where they pull and scream and fight and, you know, hit each other over the head. And they learn that, you know, 
you can't gouge eyes and all that type of stuff. That's, it's probably that's, uh, bad the, parenting the advice, but um, have you thought about starting a YouTube channel uh, where they fight each other and uh, taking uh, oh, you, you know, can make some money taking some wagering well, yeah. on who's going to win? Yeah, you know, baby versus bum fights. I think that would be a good one. You know, just shove one of the babies money. as a bum and the other is not a bum. <laughs> By the way, uh, in the chat room, Dominicus Saxon says, "Wait until Christian's second kid. It'll be all of Roxy's advice." So he, mm-hmm. you know, he might be right. So you had all three at once, uh, Jason. So, uh, yeah. uh, so your yeah. life just sort of ended very abruptly. <laughs> but uh, but right. you did see something on Netflix before I did, and in the I, I'm going to allow a couple extra minutes of time here. I'm already I'm already falling off what I planned, falling off the wagon, as it were. Uh, talk a little bit about just give a like a one sentence overview of this uh, great documentary uh, called Chaos on the Bridge uh, that I watched on Netflix over the weekend. Me too. Oh, and Jeff watched as well. I watched none of it. Good for you. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Chaos on the Bridge, uh, I had a few buddies uh, who, uh, of course, knew I was a Star Trek The Next Generation fan, and, of course, I forgot to give them the warning to kind of start around Season 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told, I, I think I even said that to Roxy, who we'll talk you about how Roxy... Sorry, I'm talking over you. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about how Roxy's watching uh, Star Trek The Original Series in sequence, uh, but she sort of mentioned Next Generation, and I believe I said pretty much that. I was like, yeah, uh, Season 3... Maybe go back and watch the other ones, but uh, I wouldn't. And uh, sorry, so you were describing this uh, documentary that uh, focuses on what? Yeah, uh, well, basically William Shatner, and you know he loves this. It was basically a documentary of just the entire shit show that uh, seasons one and two of Star Trek The Next Generation uh, was. And uh, if if you really come down to it, I think a lot of it was just – I think Gene Roddenberry had bought into his own kind of BS that uh, I think he kind of wanted to be a little bit of a um, L. Ron Hubbard type guy where, you know, he had like this way of life and no, nobody fights and we all just get along and, and which writing a show, it's hard to have any drama when everybody agrees on everything and just saw uh, yeah, the, and, the and I mean, I, I strongly recommend it for that reason because you'll see some of the issues they had in just trying to get the show, just get it through that first season. And then they talk a little bit about how it improved, and it's just the simple matter of they just started focusing on characters. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's that's all it takes. And there's actually some conflict uh, later, but uh, it was great. And uh, talk about how Shatner must have been loving every second of it, Jason. Oh, you, you could just tell he was eating it up. Anytime he was interviewing uh, uh, Jonathan Frakes or, or Patrick Stewart, and, and, you know, they would sort of even ask him on the thing, well, you know, did you think that uh, we were sort of stealing your glory, that we weren't real Star Trek? And he was just like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's made it any, uh, you know, hidden it at all that, you know, his show is Star Trek and all the others are just sort of fake pretenders and will never be. Uh, better so that whole Kirk versus Picard thing. You just know Kirk, you know Shatner. You know, yeah. Kirk is the man. Kirk, no, and it's, it's Kirk and, and no one else ranks. Like Kirk is number one, and and no one else charted. Uh, now, uh, as I, I mentioned a moment ago, Roxy, uh, you had been watching Star Trek: The Original Series in order. Probably go back to it at some point. I thought the most interesting thing was. Your who your favorite was and who you didn't like at all. Yeah, I, I think Kirk's just the worst. Like, <laughs> no, keep in mind, this is just a, season one that yeah, you've seen. But he's yeah, such a 
dickhead. Well, okay. <laughs> so what happened was I started an order and then I had to do a little jump around for this thing that I was working on. But so now I have seen a bunch of TNG and then a bunch of other ones from the original series that aren't season one. Yeah. But I am, I'm still going to make my way through all 700 and however many episodes that there have yeah. been. Yeah. Of the original Star-Tan. series, it's just 79. But of all the of series, all it's 750. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No, it's been, it's really cool, actually. I, I mean, look, it. throughout my life, I'll try to do the same thing i i watch a lot of shit and i watch a lot of long i I go i undertake a lot of big things fuck that no (laughs) no way he undertakes a lot of big things not big Uh, enough not big enough (laughs) Uh, so so i think that he is the worst like i just can't get behind him uh, and I love McCoy. That's my favorite. I think he's the best. Bones and is this favorite. is why I yeah. wanted you guys to well, talk yeah, about I'm this I'm kind together. of in the same thing. I've only yeah, finished he, the first season. He's oh, also cool. watching it in order, and he's gotten in through the first season. In production order. All right. But oh we can say that. That was like pompous. Yeah, it was. I had to be. Like, to. Just like Kirk. We're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> that. Yeah, but we don't like Kirk, remember? But I can do it a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But who'd you like? You liked McCoy. He's your favorite. But... You saw the uh, the two part the menagerie and who did you realize like? Wait, has what a, happened? Who did that's, I like? Uh, Spock. Oh, oh, he, oh, he's got his boys okay. back. Well, you know what so I mean. So I didn't like Spock originally yeah, right. as much. I I never liked Kirk and I still don't. But like Captain Kirk. Pike comes back on the scene and I liked him. I yeah. always liked him and I was pretty pissed after I started not with pr- that pilot. Yeah, no, that starts. Yeah, on that when pilot. I started not the way that people saw, but in production order yeah. to be pretentious and shit. Yeah, you're, um, you're welcome. But when it I feels did good, that, right, doesn't it? when I when I did that, I was like, oh, this guy's a man. How come I haven't heard about him? Right, and it's because he really isn't in the series. So yeah. dashing and handsome, you're like, oh. But Spock really pissed me off a lot he's a hard character to relate to because you're like just god damn it be a human um which I, is that half, half. yeah yeah it's yeah. you know it's hard when you're when you're it's hard when you're stop it uh, when you're half human <laughs> but he's growing on me all right he's growing well, on me come on uh, no well, growing on oh yeah all right no no <laughs> we'll good. Good. i think that was on purpose no, yeah <laughs> Uh, well, it's good though because uh, at some point, who knows how long it'll take? You guys will go a little bit further in the series, and we'll we'll talk more about it. But uh, then we'll like Spock more. I, um, I think you'll like Spock and Kirk a lot more before you even get to the movies. The movies, it's a completely different thing. And you know, uh, our another more synergy uh, on the Tomorrow Show, our captain. Kevin Undergaro is repeatedly saying we need to have like a group viewing of uh, Wrath of Khan, right. which uh, I definitely agree with. And, uh, you know, uh, our last episode, Will and I talked to uh, author Doug Brody, mm-hmm. and I realized I'm like, we won't even touch Wrath of Khan. We need to do a whole episode on Wrath of Khan. And sure. I just watched that episode a little bit ago, too. Not the not the movie. But... Oh, Space Seed. Oh, Space Seed, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, Space Seed. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, Jason, you're still here. No, <laughs> I, I actually, I remembered yeah, it. Well, I was gonna, I'm still here. <laughs> I was going to throw back to you. What do you think? think it is uh you know obviously it's hard to be objective when you've seen you know the the whole series and you know do you feel like it will take a while for roxy to like uh kirk more in season two or uh do you feel like it, it should happen pretty quickly once the second season's underway i think if she doesn't like him she's just really not gonna like him uh, Fair enough. i think it's just He's kind of a throwback to the 60s, and, it, you know, it's just one of those, he doesn't really listen to other people, he does his own thing, and he is arrogant. I think people just kind of wanted that more in a leading man back then, and times have changed, but the show didn't really change a whole lot with that, I, I you know. Yeah, no, the, I didn't the, see a whole lot of evolution in Kirk and, in the series. Yeah, in and the, the movies, there's some evolution, but... On the show itself, I think he was pretty – what you start with is kind of what you ended up with. 
I think if we did a who said this, Trump or Kirk, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Uh, wow, that's a great bit. And I, I'm writing it down because we are going to do that. Uh, Kirk or Trump, uh, that's, that's that's pretty good. Um, all right, well, Jason, uh, when we do have our Rathacon episode, and the next time we have more Star Trek talk, uh, we will have you on uh, for a longer visit, but we have so many of our friends to get to. I'd, I'd like to talk more about Chaos on the Bridge. We're putting it out as official Black Cast homework. I think everybody should watch it while it's still on Netflix. But uh, Jason, thanks for being such a uh, Black Cast friend. Is there a favorite moment or anything you want to say on your way out about the Black Cast? Uh, my, my favorite moment of the Black Cast, I, I think of all time, was the episode where uh, you guys got kicked out of the studio. And I just really want to say... Uh, uh, props to Jeff for uh, finishing the episode impromptu that way. Jeff was, always uh, finishes. Well, that's, exciting that's for sure. real life drama. So. Yeah. Well, you know, look, there's been a lot of drama about uh, Jeff's workplace uh, throughout the course of, uh, of the latter 80 episodes of the Black Cast. So, uh, Jason, we'll talk to you soon. Get back to those kids. Let them out of their cages. Thanks. That's our friend Jason Blair. And uh, now we'll Thank go you. back and we'll try and get our friend Matt and KC on the line. But, uh, yeah, that was fun, Jeff, when we got kicked out of George and Ori's studio. Mm -hmm. And then like, I'd you ended up in another in studio. The stu yeah. In the we booth. Yeah. We all so had beers. We were in a but studio that we more. shouldn't have been at, at Premiere. Mm -hmm. uh, we done it in a different studio and never had a problem mm -hmm. someone was in that studio so then we used a big studio that was in that they had just refinished yeah. for like half a million dollars and we were just like jeff, jeff got into some trouble but not because will was drinking that actually no, had nothing not to, to do with it just for being in concerned about yeah. that that was not an issue yeah. it was because george nori came to the studio even though he was supposed to be in fucking like st louis or something or UFO. whatever bomb shelter he does just like i showed up on my ufo guys coming in roxy uh let me try and get uh, through all of your plugs the tomorrow show the tomorrow show.com uh that's true you there yeah that's true i'm you there, there though. I, I, oh i'm there you know and what a great instagram feed by the way whoever does that does some nice work with a little tile uh, you just okay. you scroll down and you look at it. Can we talk about how fucking annoying it is that nobody's commenting, though, except for you? Like, we'll, we can talk more after, but... No, this, is, this is the perfect time to air it out. <laughs> air your true, grievances. All she did, this so is the she, beginning so of like, Festivus. So she's like, hey, everybody, you know, what we need to do is uh, we need to comment more. And you have to have your comment be at least three words. Why okay. can't anybody understand that? That has to be three so fucking words. I always put more than three words. There was one time where I almost put... Is this three words, question mark? And that would have been all right. But yeah. then I actually thought of something else. And because, what is it, some like analytics thing? It's a thing weird with, algorithm yeah. of Instagram where it doesn't count as a comment. You know how Instagram changed to the most popular yeah. things come to the top? Yeah. And those comments need to be at least three words. Oh. So for the Tomorrow Show, I'm trying to do the best job with the social media. So I tell everybody to comment with three words. Right. But people don't understand how many words three words are. They'll huh. say like "yay!" exclamation point. Right. That's one. That's three yeah. letters. Right. And what used to happen is everybody would like it or heart it or whatever. Yeah. 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 And that wasn't enough. So no. you have to comment. And our friend Lauren, who did a great song at the beginning, she'll comment on the ones that she's tagged in. Yes. Yeah. So, people are pissing me off, man. I tried so hard. I, I know. Well, it's, uh, it's some great social media work there. Hey, I've been uh, kicked off a show for doing a really good job on social media before, so we, don't worry about it. We had it. a whole episode about it, actually. Yeah. Yes, we did. Uh, so I should try less hard? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, seriously works really uh, well. So, so Neil, Matt and Casey says that he it's really going to work this time. So let's try Matt one more time. And uh, well, I think this time, if it goes to voicemail, we're just your gonna numbers number going out, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, it, uh, if if 
we get the voicemail. We'll just all be quiet. Yeah. And we'll hear, like, we'll hear his number, everybody who downloads afterward, everybody's streaming. Uh, no, if, if it happens, we'll shout again. That's actually been a fun game. So we'll try we'll try one more time, Matt. But uh, A little bit louder now. <laughs> a little bit louder now. I was now. so slow to realize what you guys were doing. I'm like, I just shouted out exactly what was happening. You guys knew. We knew. You knew. Oh, that's I all right. I didn't know. So that's a ring. Now. So uh, just in case we have to yell over this, I was watching that new okay, dig- Hey! Oh, hey! I knew that would happen. You know what? Um, our, uh, our our time's out. Uh, thanks for uh, everything, Matt and Casey. Yeah, and you're Sober the new Matt Damon. Sorry. Real. It. Uh, Matt, uh, so, you know, I was going through, I was doing some really good acting the first time we tried to call you. I was pretending I was really angry at you. Uh, it was really good. I understand. Because you gave us the Black Hats 100 Bell. We've yeah. gotten uh, barbecue a number of times. But uh, why don't you tell everybody that th- what thanks to you, There'll actually be a very limited supply of something, but uh, you funded this operation all yourself, and I want you to get all the credit. Well, actually, Christian, check underneath your chairs, because underneath your chairs, you're going to find the keys to a brand new car. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. No, it's just the key to my car. Wait. Uh, oh, wait, those keys are there. That's, that's, the wrong, that's the wrong studio. Uh, no, but I'm actually getting some Bladcast T-shirts made up, and they'll be uh, in the Bladcast hands shortly. So, uh, be so in, in the interim, for those watching, uh, I have the logo, which it was designed by Will's friend Michelle. How do you say her last name? Themy. Themy. Yes. I knew I was going to be wrong. So uh, I'm going to make my own uh, my own impromptu Bladcast T-shirt right now. Oh, there you go. It's really cool. Thanks. Pretty dope. I love this oh, logo. It's going to just flop over. Anyway, uh, so uh, you're. <laughs> getting uh, some of those made and we would have all been wearing them uh but uh, we'll get them next time is uh, the way next i look time. at it for broadcast 250 it'll be fa- it'll be great and uh no for broadcast two, be, uh, for broadcast 300 i think we're going to need you know, like a whole room full hand of hand jobs. A castle. Oh, is that too much? Oh. Hand what? What? Hand jobs? Nothing. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. So, Matt, uh, we, we, uh-huh. fell, we fell a little bit behind trying to call you six times, but uh, I want to give you an I opportunity. Maybe what, for episode what 300, we dress like Spartans. What is your favorite, what are a couple of favorite moments, or uh, what do you like about the Black Cast? I mean, obviously you like when we have Roxy with us, but other than that, what uh, what are your favorite things about the, the show? Actually, I was just thinking that Rocky looks fantastic recently, and I should watch probably more of the Tomorrow Show. I've been slacking. But you've been in the chat room. I've seen you there. Yeah, you've been in the Comment three times. Three words. Yeah, follow follow us on Instagram and definitely put three words in the comments. Yeah. It can, you know, if every time it has to be Roxy looks hot, that's fine. That's That's three words. That's three words. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, also, I'm just glad that the Blackcast is there for me and it's keeping it 200. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We are keeping it 200. Uh, well, you know, some of the most fun we've had in the Blackcast is uh, you sending us free stuff. So thank you. No, <laughs> just jokes. Uh, but we got to hang out with you. We actually yeah. got to meet you. We so did. that was uh, that, that was, was a fun. fun. Time. I had a good time. Yeah, we was went, he cool? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he was a good guy. We Very went to cool. the we went to the whiskey. Yep. And saw we show. saw a uh, Pink Floyd tribute. Pink Floyd, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I live right there. You didn't call me at all. Uh, nope. You were working. It was Wednesday. Oh. That's yeah. true. That I, I know. See, just like I'm not going to call you this Wednesday when uh, I don't know. I assume you guys would still want to go for the Jimi Hendrix tribute. Uh, yeah. Okay, you're not going. Shit. Great. Have fun. I forgot. All right. Uh, I forget. Anyway, I forget these things. Yeah. You usually do, but that's all right. Uh, so, uh, Matt. Anyway, we will uh, we'll talk to you uh, very soon, uh, and we appreciate your patronage and the better than what I'm wearing Black Hats T-shirts. So, uh, thank you so much, Matt. Uh, Black Hats Uber not a fan. Problem. I- 
I've had a great time, and you guys are awesome, and keep it up, and I'm just glad you – I wish you all continued success. And uh, shout-out to the Motivation Report. Good oh, job, oh, Will. Hey. hey. Look wow. at that. Talk wow. about synergy and cross-promotion. My show coming around. Yeah. Uh, Matt actually promoting the Motivation Report at Motivate Report. That's correct. On the, Twitter. That's the Twitter. But not Instagram because you don't have one of those. No, do I don't need one. You don't need Ooh, one wow. for the show. Well, if you get one, you need three comments. No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't need one right now. Like, it's just my show that I do myself. So I'm like, I just send people back to my All personal. Right. Instagram. You just, I don't. just show more selfies. Every motivation report is just a new selfie. New selfies. Uh, <laughs> feeling great after right. that, that well, early morning workout. Well, thank you, Matt, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, you're the best. <laughs> All right, so do that. Bye, Matt. We love you. Yeah. Bye. Sorry. It would be funny if we like just keep calling him back uh, yes. throughout the course of the show. Be like, we still can't get him. And we'll just give his number his out number at some out. point. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we'll hold off before we get uh, get our, our next guest. Although we're already into, you know, we already got less than an hour left. And what? there's a there's a lot what? to be done. I want one of those shirts. Uh, you'll get one. Don't worry. I want, I, it, I my plan was there was going to be one waiting for you on that couch. But uh, it, it took a little while for Matt to get the order in. You know, KC. You know, KC. Just Matt, man. Yeah, I know. You said you liked him, but now you're like, well, where's like my him. fucking T-shirt? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's therein lies the problem. There's something, like, I don't know if this is just me. This is what I always, I always related with Tom more than Jerry, but, like... <laughs> For real, I always felt bad for Tom. I was like, "That mouse is a fucking asshole." I kind of agree. He is kind of a dick. No, Uh, I always, I always liked the coyote, but it's like I didn't like the Roadrunner. Yeah, we're all. It's all clearly jokes with Matt. But every time we say mean things about Matt, I legitimately am like, "He's the nicest. He's literally the nicest guy you'll ever meet." Will Will is one of the nicest guys you'll meet, but Matt and KC. Is the just, nicest. Yeah. The you think nicest. Will's one of the nicest guys? Yeah, I think yeah, so. That's legit. You yeah. think he's a dick? Yeah. Oh, Tell me more. That's Especially sad. the way that he said production order. Yeah. Just like <laughs> <laughs> that, and just the way he talks. Like I think I think you're cool. <laughs> wow. Intense. Airing our nice. dirty laundry on black cast. Uh, I love this. Yeah, and about... like you can't be that nice when you have a wife that hot. Now that the smartest thing anybody's well, ever said on the black that's cast. That's true. She did fall in love with me when I was fat. Uh, I'm going to actually make Roxy listen to the episode where she talked, his wife talked about how she loved him and he didn't like her <laughs> and how she gave him a haircut while he was talking about another girl that he was going to go to a dance with. It, it's it's the craziest thing ever. It is interesting. But we love them both. Yeah. Because he uh, was a dick? Um... Because he's the nicest guy you've ever known. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with me being the biggest asshole that Roxy knows. I'm just that's who uh, I am now. No, not possible. Roxy is from Boston. That's just not you just even remotely <laughs> fucking possible. True. Also, uh, if I just had to pick a name, you know, Will isn't a name of somebody that would be an asshole. Just a name off the top of my head, Jared. That sounds like a name yeah, that somebody that's an asshole. That would be the name of somebody who would be a jerk. Yeah. So, wow. but that's like not. But Will is not. Yeah, is not that name. Uh, so, the guy you know, from Subway. It so makes we do, sense. Makes so perfect sense. Yeah. Roxy does oh, a bunch of things here. Popcorn <laughs> Talk Network and uh, After Buzz. Um, I true. believe uh, Vampire Diaries. Do you do that show still? Yeah, I'm, do- with, I'm doing with that Katie very Campbell? soon. Yeah, in the studio, actually. She, she called out today. What? I don't know why. Oh, man. Yeah. Probably, uh, you know, her bitch face hurt so the much. Resting she, the resting bitch face. face. It, it was just It so doesn't painful. really rest, though. We heard from her first that it takes a lot of effort it's, it's a lot to of work make the to bitch have, face. Yeah. So it's not resting at all, actually. Uh, but now, I wanted to talk to you about one of the things you sort of got to do, uh, thanks to uh, Captain Kevin, uh, Kevin Undergaro on yeah. The Tomorrow Show. You 
just, well, I guess it's two weeks ago now, got to sit in on uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts' show, uh, Series 206 XM 103. Thank you. That's more for the Tomorrow Show people that I got the plug in first. But uh, talk about sort of opportunities like that that happen because, uh, you know, Kevin basically uh, strongly, shouldn't Roxy come by the studio and uh, help yeah, out? Yeah, so that, it's actually badass. I mean, yeah. honestly, Kevin, one of these days he's going to get in trouble for something like that, but it hasn't happened yet, I guess. Uh, I know that Kevin, and I don't know if Sam knows that I know this, but Kevin and Sam are very good friends, and Sam just moved over to being with Jim Norton in the morning. And the for people who don't up. know, Sam Roberts was the longtime producer of Opie and Anthony. He did a late-night show on Sirius uh, for a while, and now he does a morning show with comedian Jim Norton. Yeah, yeah and he keeps growing and growing. And I've been on Sam's show when it was just Sam solo, and Kevin kind of forced Sam into that. <laughs> uh, but being with Jim means that Kevin can't really strong-arm Jim. He doesn't know Jim Norton yeah. that well, so... Instead, he texted Sam and was like, hey, do you want to have Roxy on your show? And I think, I don't know what Sam responded, but it wasn't yes. It was <laughs> probably something along the lines of, I just am starting. Yeah. You know, I, it, it's too soon for me to bring on somebody that isn't famous. Like, but then Sam comes on our show, The Tomorrow Show. And what happens at the end of that show? So Kevin on air was like, hey, Sam, so you're going to bring Roxy on tomorrow, right? <laughs> like, that that's what you're going to do, right? Hashtag showbiz right and there. I love it. you can see it in it. Sam's face. Sam was like, uh-huh. Because <laughs> <laughs> he then, didn't want to let him down. Yeah, yeah. So and so I did. I was like, all right, hell yeah. Of course you are, Sam. Yes. And That's so, awesome. So I went and talked about feet and stuff. So, Great. Yeah. Uh, and also there was a, the baller segment that I heard while I was in the car, and I texted you afterwards. Uh, Roxy gave advice to a 24-year-old virgin truck driver who uh, needed some um, – oral tips oh. yeah. and uh you know without missing a beat like all right here's what you gotta do and it was great and you know sam and jim are definitely making jokes but i think that guy learned and i think that he probably had a successful night with his lady i'm like hoping to think that. i'm hoping he did uh but you want to know what was the sad thing at first he called and he was this virgin and he needed help and i liked him and then by the end i totally understood why he was he was like <laughs> the worst and so annoying and I, just like oh man go, going back to sam roberts show uh, the nighttime show any caller i would usually start off liking them and by the end of it i'm like i hate this guy yeah yeah and, and it's usually been like kids getting advice about girls and then you're like no i don't know yeah by kids i mean somebody that's under 50 so now me. i feel bad that i give him advice like i feel good for the girl because i helped her out yeah. but for him i'm like i just gave you a gift man <laughs> i don't think you deserved it uh, speaking of things that people don't deserve, uh, we're going to uh, bring on, I sort of basically lost a uh, bet with uh, Rick Navarro, who uh, we might get via Skype, we might get via his phone. Uh, on a Blackcast, I think 195, uh, Salman, uh, former uh, Dennis Miller Show co-host David Weiss and myself, we predicted the baseball playoffs. And uh, I said that uh, the Cubs, uh, of course, aren't going to win the World Series because they never will. It's just, it's just not who they are. It's just, it goes against everything about who the Cubs are that uh, they would win the World Series. And you know, nice guy, Rick Navarro, big fan of the Black Cats. I think he sends us messages sometimes, Rick yeah. Navarro, you know, on uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And you know, just stories that he thinks will be interested in, like when Kiss Mini Golf moved to the Rio, he was right there in the forefront. To He's make like, sure don't we... fear. Yeah, don't know. He didn't fear. 
Um, yeah, so uh, I said to Rick Navarro that uh, he could come on, and we can either try and get him via Skype or his phone number, uh, Neil, whatever's easier. It's all right. It's just going to be a couple minutes. And, uh, you know, I was just like, he showed me. He had pictures of World Series tickets. He was so excited. And I was kind of really a dick to him about it. I'm Aww. like, oh, you know, those are going to be bookmarks in like two weeks. You know, I just, I wasn't nice <laughs> Why about you gotta it. Why do that? Just because it was fun. Because See, you don't follow sports. You don't understand. Yeah, but that's like somebody tweeting at you when you get your Spider-Man tickets. And they're like, yeah, but it's going to be as big as shit show Spider-Man well, 3. Do that all the time. They don't do that to you. Uh, it's happened. <laughs> if they released right. 162 Spider-Man movies a year and you watch them every single year, and then somebody's like, "This year's Spider-Man sucks dick," <laughs> I think you can live with it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that was a better analogy. That was issues. definitely a better. Analogy. You did a better job than he did. Yeah. Oh. I just wanted you to know. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm convinced you know Roxy hates me now. <laughs> Kinda. Wow. You know, that's Works. actually she Works. almost didn't come because mm-hmm. because uh, I, she's like oh Jeff she will be there. She taught herself how to. Like the truck yeah. that didn't work. That was flat. That, that was flat. Yeah, I know. I almost didn't, but I feel like you know it's uh, take it, it back. Just play it in reverse it when you post it. Oh play yeah, it in reverse. we've done that. Oh, yeah. I think you did that. I, or no, you. You. You created oh, the reverse bell, you. which was great. So uh, because for when jokes are bad, uh, Rick Navarro, you're here on the Blackcast. Hey, how's it going, Christian? Uh, it's going great. I was kind of explaining the circumstances that led to you being on Blackcast 200. Uh, so first, uh, I, I legitimately am very happy for you. I'm very happy for a lot of people I know in the Chicago area. Um, I, I, I still think it changes the fundamentals of who you are as a Cubs fan. But talk about what that was like and how stressful it was. I mean, I think you would go to the you went to the same bar like three nights in a row or something and sat in the same seat. Like all the usual kind of superstitions, right, Rick? Oh, absolutely. We were at uh, every away game. We were at Murphy's Bleachers, which is legitimately just adjacent to the entrance to the Wrigley Field Bleachers, and uh, got the corner seat at the bar. Uh, ABC7, FS1 was always right there and obviously made friends with everybody there. Um, all my friends, family, coworkers were uh, forced to see me on the, the late-night news and the early-morning news drunk as a skunk and cheering and crying and, and laughing and having a great time. So, yeah, it was an absolute ride ever since the postseason started uh, all the way through the World Series. It was just uh, an amazing, amazing experience. Yeah, I mean, my heart really wasn't in the trash talking uh, nearly as much once the Mets lost the wild card game. But uh, I still I stuck with it because uh, Salmon and I, we were we were very adamant that uh, the narrative that uh, Joe Madden is a genius. Uh, we still don't subscribe to, by the way. Uh, I they he I tried this, yeah, he tried yeah, very, very he tried very hard in, to uh, give that very, World Series uh, to your, the your Indians. Hate rant yeah. on the uh, Facebook Messenger as far as how bad <laughs> a manager Joe Madden he, is. He did he did not manage that no chance. He did not manage Game Six or Seven very well, but at the end of the day, he has a ring. So uh, congratulations on that. Not gonna lie with that. Yeah, yeah. Now, he, yanked, uh, he he pulled he pulled Lackey and Hendricks early in a couple yeah. of those games. Um, you, you know we got. Uh, uh, Chappie got in trouble. Uh, you know, and you know, I, I don't think he remembered because he, he'd been in the National League for two years that, you know, you don't have to do a double switch. You don't need to take your starting pitcher out in the fourth right. inning. But uh, besides, aside from that, let's talk about something we can all agree about, uh, the Black Cast. Now, what <laughs> do you like best about the Black Cast, Rick? Well, Christian, I actually was uh, uh, subscribed to the Dennis Miller Show probably back in 2013, 2014. Um, listened to him on the radio before then, and then I'm like, hey, you know, no commercials, whatever, and, and got to listen to the, you know, streaming online, which is much more convenient. Uh, and then, you know, obviously listening to you guys talking on the air, uh, started following the broadcast, and uh, 
got in a little bit late on the Vladcast. I want to say I started listening to about episodes like 50 or 60 All around right. there. Um, More but, than Jeff. Boy, it was it was a blast. Yeah, it was it was legit. You guys, you guys always, uh, you know, like you said, you kept it two hundred all the time. And uh, the story, some of my favorite stories by far, uh, had to be uh, prom stories. Uh, that was probably one of my favorite episodes ever. I can't remember what the exact number that is. Oh, the prom been, stories. Uh, yeah, that so was actually a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we. Oh my god, we did. Uh, and I try. Th- I, I then I think later we talked. I asked you about your prom because I was reminded that we did an episode, and then there wasn't much story there. Yeah, I was um, sober. My was, friend was. Did, did you <laughs> did you have a good uh, did you have a good prom, uh, Rick, or did anything catastrophic happen to you? I was. It was a really lame experience, to be honest. Uh, didn't didn't have a girlfriend at the time. Went with a friend of a went with the with the, the best friend of a, my best friend's girlfriend, who was a complete waste of time and. Uh, yeah, problem was was, was was lacking, but uh, you guys made up for it. Definitely, uh, Leah's story was fantastic. Yeah, Leah had, had a pretty. Uh, our, he had an amazing story that uh, I think involved. Pretty, pretty uh, sure he, he took his cousin from Florida, <laughs> one of the hot cousins. <laughs> no, but, you uh, might be right. Uh, we'll have to ask him. Actually, he'll be on in a little bit. Yeah, well, Rick, thanks so much for being that. a fan of the uh, the Black Cows, and for your sake, go Cubs, go! I'm sure that w- I can't even imagine what that feeling was like. Uh, but, uh, oh, I mean, I, I mean, I know what well, it's Christian, like. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to you guys. I've honestly been listening to you forever. You guys are fantastic. Um, got, got to give love to Will on the, uh, revenge of Captain Neo, the Jurassic world review. My <laughs> wife is the biggest, uh, Jurassic park fan of all time and couldn't stop raving about the movie. And the whole time while we were sitting in the theater watching it, I could not stop thinking about what a piece of total shit this movie is. Yeah! And Will, yes! you, you summarized it. I mean, it was it was an epic, epic rant. And uh, Duray, I'm sorry. Uh, right. I love your passion for for the series as well. I don't but, even uh, love it. I just love I pissing Will off with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, well, you know what, uh, Rick? We'll have to uh, have you on after uh, Jurassic World 2, although I feel like Will won't go see it. Oh, but, I'll go see it now because see, you guys are probably dragging me to go see it. Did you see that oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be Jurassic World 2 slash Jurassic Park 5? They're going to try and weave... It's going to what does that even mean? I, I don't know. I just wait, read wait, the headline. Wait, wait. I, I could have sworn that you guys dropped the title that it was going to be Jurassic Park 2 or Jurassic Park World, uh, Jurassic Park 5 Book of Shadows. Oh, yes. that's I, right. I see that's a callback. Jurassic I love Park that. that's 5 what I like. Bridget Jones Baby. Bridget Jones Baby. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Bridget thank, Jones Baby. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, Rick. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll have you back on uh, to talk dinosaurs or, or something else. Uh, anyway. Thanks so much, uh, Rick. Uh, Roxy. Love you guys. Thanks so much. Two questions for you, Roxy. Yeah. Uh, one, your thoughts on Jurassic World. Loved it so much. Loved it so Great. much. Great. Now, is that true? <laughs> or are you just saying that? No, to... no. Okay. I, it, and honestly, if you don't believe me, I have talked about it on. That's a good thing because everything I say is taped these days. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So I've talked about it I before. Still I still good for now. Just didn't, wait. Didn't yeah. you do a show? Yeah. I think screwed. Was it here? You told me you did a show where you talk about how great uh, how great Hayden Christensen is in the prequels. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, on our uh, Jedi Alliance show on okay. Popcorn Talk, there is an episode where I list twenty reasons why Hayden Christensen's performance was baller. Right. I have to I have to find that because I couldn't I couldn't remember what it was, but you talked about that one of the last times. I you love were him here. so much, and, and I love Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um and um have we talked about this on the tomorrow show do you have a good prom story or i went to i don't know if i have a good one i went to seven proms i was Jesus. like that girl 
Just seven proms. Yeah, that was all of the proms. Wow. Did you like uh, go going to your first seven one you proms were... is like the prom version of watching Star Trek in production order. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You went to seven? So how Jeff old were you when you went to your, today. Went to your first uh, one? I guess. Twelve? No, I was 14 or 15 okay. whenever freshman. I just, I don't know why. I was like a prom girl. Like everybody was like, ah, who are we going to take to prom? I guess I'll ask Roxy. Like that. It wasn't like a <laughs> cool how they thing. Asked you, you never said You want to go to this stupid idiot dance with me? No, I had a lot of, I had a lot of guy friends. I just had a lot of guy friends my whole life. So anybody who didn't have a date would be like, oh yeah, Roxy, you want to go to prom? So I went to a lot of proms. And hmm. they and they kind of all blend together and they're all like, just all right, because other nights would probably be crazier than prom nights. Did all yeah. seven proms oh, come have... together to form prom Voltron? Did that happen I like at the that end question. Of That's a good question. The, the answer is no. Damn it. But I did like the question, and I have to give credit where credit is. Okay. Even though you hate him, right? Prom yeah, looks even though like. you hate him. Um, so I, I have a decent prom story. Okay. I was, uh, I was the vice president of the class. Of course. And I got so they gave me a room at the hotel where we had one of our. This wasn't prom; it was semi. Okay. Does anybody have semi? I don't know what that means. Semi semi formal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this doesn't count as one of my seven, but. Um, <laughs> It's the year before junior year instead of prom, you could do a semi, and I was the VP. So we set up for semi, and they gave me a room, and I like had a. I, I hope I don't, you can't get arrested for things that you did when no. you were younger. Right? No, there's just statute yeah, of limitations. Yeah, yeah, it's been past seven years or whatever. So I set up a room that was kind of like a speakeasy. Like I awesome. had people coming up and drinking my booze and going back down. No way, kids were drinking at prom. You, well, you <laughs> had to get breathalyzed when you walked in. So at, at the doors, you get breathalyzed, but my room was beyond the doors. So people who showed up sober, I would, like, sneak them up to the room that I had mm. all the prom decorations in and, like, be like, all right, give me 10 bucks for two shots, 10 bucks for two, whatever, and <laughs> they'd go back down. So that was cool. I, like, rang, I, I did well for myself that night. You'd make a good vice president of Thank the you. country. I think Thank you so much. Yeah. That's true. I Sneaking would, people I would, up to I would definitely. Uh, That's what Joe Biden does. Yeah. He's like, come up here, have a little Irish whiskey with Uncle Joe. <laughs> oh my God. The Joe Biden memes are like the best fucking Biden thing memes. right now. Yeah, Give me the password, awesome. Joe. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, we're going to uh, bring on our friend Rafe Gutman, whose real name is Mark Hunt. And you're not around usually, Roxy, but you can notice with a name like Mark Hunt, you have yep. to say it very carefully. Uh, so, uh, Neil, when you can get Mark on the line, we'll talk to him a little bit. He's a great friend of the Black Cast, and uh, he's got some homework for us. You don't have to uh, follow the homework, Roxy, obviously, because you're not here every week. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Is uh, it to watch all of... All of uh, sorry. Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, what were you going to ask, Will? That we're was gonna really find, good. No, I'm not even going to ask because we're going to know. And we're going to find out. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the uh, Blackcast, Rafe. Welcome back, Mark slash Rafe. How are you? Uh, it's great. Great to be here for the Bison Blatnil. Uh, we'll episode. allow it. We'll yeah. allow it. Thank you. Uh, so, um, uh, do you call uh, me bisexual? Because fuck you, man. No, that's cool, man. Hey, hey, hey being bisexual. I just feel like that's a wishy-washy no. status, right? No, like, no, pick hey, man, to that's... like both. That means you can enjoy two times as many people, right? That is what it means, Will. <laughs> yes. That is what it means. So, uh, Rafe, uh, we, uh, we're running a little bit on time. I'm gonna a little low on time. I'm gonna blame Matt and KC, but even though it's not really his fault. Um, <sighs> but uh, so, I want you to give us. Uh, so you've given some homework for us, which is I asked for one story 
from each of the original uh, seven Doctors and Doctor Who. We're only going to talk about the first mm -hmm. three this time because if I got seven, I would just be... It's like, you know, when you have to read a whole book original over the weekend. Seven. So, so, yeah. so, so we're stopping before Paul McGann. Yeah, because there's only one thing to watch. Yeah, but so, that, but yeah. just stop. Two things. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Two, two things. things to watch. Oh, two things to watch. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were going to tell me two things. Yeah. So uh, for first Doctor, William Hardnell, The Dalek Invasion of Earth... Uh, and uh, the second Doctor, Tomb of the Cybermen. Third Doctor, Terror of the Autons, which actually I've seen a little of that one on BBC America. So talk, and keep in mind you've got probably about two minutes to talk about these three stories. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about why you think that these ones are a good representation of Doctors 1, 2, and 3. Okay, boom. Dalek Invasion of Earth. Um, it's, I know there's a Peter Cushing version. It's only like 90 minutes long and in color. But the original black and white, it's much longer. It goes well into the, each of the characters, um, the human resistance that's on Earth. And it, spoilers, at the end of the episode, Susan, his granddaughter, leaves. And he oh, gives a, kind of a farewell speech that just knocks it out of the park. Do you think you know Will enough to know? Do you think it'll make Will emotional because he does love stuff like that? When the doctor has good, you've seen it already. Yes. I thought you only watched Tom Baker. I've seen some of the like seminal oh. episodes oh, okay. for each doctor. Oh, well, there went that. So did you cry, Will? Just say yes. <laughs> yeah, because it's nice because that's the speech. Oh, Isn't did. that the speech method they do in the biopic on Hartnell? Well, it's the one that it's at the opening sequence, uh, and they also show it again at the opening sequence of the Five Doctors. Okay. Even before the credits, they show that speech. I want to say that that's the speech that that he ends on. And, and, okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway. uh, it might so even be. I think he does. Like, and, he might even end on that speech. So just that powerful. We've got a yeah. we've got a Dalek story. We've got a Cyberman story. I just wanted yes. it to sound like Dalek and uh, an Auton story. Do you feel like this is, has just as much to do with these sort of being, you know, seminal villains throughout the fifty plus years of the show, and that's yeah. why you, you you've two of the cyber, Well, two of the Cybermen's kind of a claustrophobic kind of a. It's all, instead of the mummy, it's kind of Cybermen because it's kind of an archaeological Indiana Jones sort of creepy horror episode. And Terror of the Autons is the first, actually the first appearance of the Master. It's more of a Master story. And Roger Delgado is just amazing. I mean, that's how the Master, forget Missy. That's how the master should be. I wish I wish Rob was here because then I would just say how much I like Misty and, and Misty's the you know just because I say a lot of things just to make him angry. Um, so uh, our final thing is uh, this weekend, you know, like six days from today on BBC America, it's that the animated uh, Power of the Daleks from the Second Doctor. Uh, are you excited about that? I know they've done this before where they've animated some older lost episodes because they the audio survives. Are you looking forward to this story in particular? <laughs> Yeah, I've got the, the audio's been available, so I have the six-episode audio CD that has narration, so I know the story really well. It's the same style of animation as they put on a lot of the DVDs in the past. So, yes and no. I mean, I, I kind of know it's – I'm not going to see anything new visually. Sure. It's going to the same audio story I've heard, but but I'm looking forward to it. I I'm, can't wait to add the DVD to my collection when it comes out. So Yeah, well, I was uh... – 
Again, more synergy uh, talking to uh, our friend Zach Wilson, who does Sci-Fi Weekly on Popcorn Talk. And they he used to do a classic Doctor uh, Who show, but then people who liked classic Doctor Who hated him and all the people who found the new, the new Who. Uh, he, they hated that they would talk about it in that way. So I might drag him into uh, an upcoming uh, roundtable where we talk about these specific episodes. And uh, Mark, we'll have Please. you back. We'll definitely have you back for that. Now, your podcast, your Planet of the Apes podcast is called Podcast of the Apes, and where can everybody yep. find it? Um, pretty much the easiest way is just Google Podcast of the Apes. It, it'll pop right up. Great. That's the simplest way. We will find it, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for uh, making time. Sorry to rush you on and off the phone, but uh, I'll, just, no uh, I'll just blame Matt and Casey for everything, even though this guy's mm-hmm. super nice, yeah. literally the nicest guy. And if you could see how mad Jeff is getting, he's, he's, <laughs> Guys, it's, leave him alone. he's, he's like Tom and Tom and Jerry. Uh, Mark, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> and, uh, and then, Neil, we'll just go right to uh, the next name down on the list. Uh, there's a collection of people on the other end of uh, this particular phone call uh that's there so you never know who you're gonna get uh but it'll be interesting now uh while we get to whoever's there uh roxy we talk a fair amount about doctor who it seems like something you're somewhat familiar with but i is it something you watch uh, regularly like or is it just here and there when somebody's like oh this is one you'd like it's or such a bummer because it would be so up my alley and yeah. i've just never gotten into it not because i have tried and i just haven't i just of all the shows there's so many of them yeah I've seen probably a handful of episodes, and that's it. And I like what I've watched, and that's all I have to say on Doctor yeah. Who. I feel no, like no, somewhere in the 750 episodes of Star Trek, you should take a break. <laughs> and just watch that And like just one. give it a go. And just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, get it out of the way. Yeah. Okay. no, and Watch and the look, Matt I Smith mean, ones. They're the best. We're all people who came to it late. Oh, oh yikes. Oh, you broke Maybe it. we do need a new bell. Oh, anyway, so we have a uh, mystery caller on the line here on Blackcast 200. Who is joining us here on Blackcast 200? Hello. Oh, my gosh. Is this Bert in Berlin, New Jersey? Hello, Christian, my friend. How have you been, Bert? We haven't heard from you in months, if not years. I think years. <laughs> my God, I've been, I've been very busy, Christian. I, I have a very successful successful broadway play running right now i'm surprised you haven't heard of it wait a minute burton berlin has a successful broadway play is there any chance that burton berlin did a broadway play about japanese internment camps no not at all you're thinking of the other japanese uh, (laughs) man who tries to copy my voice from time to time yeah he does he does a terrible impression of you bert right mine is called franklin I'd like to hear more about it. Uh, keeping in well, mind, you it's, only it's, have a, it's an all mind, Asian Bert, cast. Bert, you only have about two minutes, so uh, <laughs> tell us about it. Well, Franklin, it's an all Asian cast. You know, we're trying to cash in on the race swapping thing that's very popular these days, and it's getting some very wonderful reviews. Huff Post says it's a declaration of indisplendence, <laughs> and uh, New York Times says, "Wow, Lucy Liu is John Adams." <laughs> And Jackie Chan kicks ass as King George, literally. <laughs> now, the soundtrack is coming out pretty soon, and it's got some wonderful little, little tunes. Um, and I'm surprised you're not singing them to yourselves already. One of them is called I Get More Trim Than Hamilton. <laughs> okay. Another one is called I'm Not the Quaker Oats Guy. <laughs> I love that. And then there's Oh My Gout, Oh My Stones. <laughs> 
Well, uh, you know, look, uh, you know, we don't live in New York, so we don't get to Broadway. But if there's a touring company, I, I'm sure we'll all go see it at the Pantages. I was going to say, well, I hope it comes to the Pantages. Yeah. Well, yeah. well listen, you've got to see this before the end of the year, because in January, I joined the cast of Vagina Monologues. Oh, no, Bert, that's so great. Oh, congratulations. Uh, now, of Bert, course. I know you put a lot of time into this call, so I need to yes. ask, uh, do you have any other friends there that put a lot of time into preparing, or should we talk to you or you or them another time? You tell us, Bert. Well, my, my friend Gene in Philly, he was emptying his bowels in the next room, but I believe he's finished now. Would you like to speak yeah, with we'll him? Yeah, we'll talk to him for a minute let him uh, get a plug-in for the latest book. Thanks so much, Bert. It's always great to talk to you. It's my pleasure. Goodbye, Will. Goodbye, Eo. Bye, Bert. Bye, Bert. And uh, who is who is the attractive young woman sitting across from you on the couch? That's Roxy Schreier from the Tomorrow Show and Screen Junkies and DC Movie News and what am I leaving out? Flash and Friends. Uh, wow, I wish I had her figure. Lover of <laughs> Jurassic World. Lover yeah. of Jurassic World, mm -hmm. lover of Hayden Christensen. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, if you put Gene on for, let's say, you know, one minute, we'd love to talk to Gene. <laughs> Hold on one moment. All right. Oh, my God. Look, how great is it that we got Bert and Berlin to call? Really, I haven't heard really, from really want to see Don't Franklin. Hey. Hey, how are you? Hey, guys. Uh, hey, I, I know up, you're Gene? such good friends with Bert, so thanks for hooking that up for us. Uh, yeah, Gene, we're running a little short on time, but I want to uh, tell us about your uh, current book and what your next book is. Uh, Gene, uh, Gene Beretta, Gene in Philly from the Dennis Miller Show, Roxy, he does children's books, and uh, we would always give him a chance to come on the show and talk about it. Great friend of the Black Cast, great friend of the Dennis Miller Show. Uh, but tell us about your latest book and whatever's coming next, please. Yeah, well, since I know you have so many elementary school-age listeners <laughs> to the broadcast. We do. Uh, we, we sure. used to work Felix with, was really broadening and our And we used to work the with one The episode about them. EO is what drew them in. <laughs> yeah, they love that one, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, the latest book is called Lincoln and Kennedy, A Pair to Compare. That came out in September. And can you talk and, about the next one? That uh, oh, and, and uh, Lincoln and Kennedy. I'm in that book, right? I'm, I've been in your last couple books. In the in you're the in it, and uh, and uh, Will's in it, and Dennis, and uh, and uh, Captain EO's Coltrane. Not. Coltrane's and, no, EO not. came later. And, yeah, uh, and it's it was that long. Yeah, so in, actually, Liev is in it. Yeah. I like that picture. Uh, I know, and it's a great picture. You know what? I'll, I'll have to uh, I'll have to post it on the uh, Black Cats Facebook page and tweet it out. Hey, by the way, Will. Yeah. Doesn't don't, I think I remember? Doesn't don't I share a birthday with your wife? The ninth, right? Nine, nine, nine. That's yeah? right. Yep, you do. Yeah, I thought so. Sorry, everybody knows my wife's birthday. So Thanks, basically, Gene. that means that uh, <laughs> Will has no excuse for not remembering your birthday. It's Gene. true. I think I wrote on your Facebook wall, like, "Hey, you have the same birthday as my Roxy wife. doesn't believe yeah, it because Roxy hates it. Oh, him. I just wanted to write a book about what happens when you leave your kid for 15 minutes. <laughs> I think that would be a great. It's actually book. already a chicken soup to the soul book. <laughs> just, it's like the 15th it, one. Is it, the, is it called "Scissors Aren't Gonna Hurt You"? Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. this could be like a PSA where it's like, "We took a bunch of young women who didn't think anything could happen." <laughs> 15 minutes and then it's like construction and destruction crews in coming in and they're just fucking it. wrecking everything in 15 minutes yeah, well, you come back in and it's like that's finished, what can happen i just in 15 finished minutes. one that teaches kids all about their bodies and it's called mommy why does my cereal come out looking like that <laughs> well i'm excited for that one and gene we'll have to have An you back on for tour. real uh on the black cast for a real segment but uh you know carl zahn is on next and you know we can't keep him waiting right 
Maybe since he's coming on, I should call in with some fake voices. Well, we could if if we could take more than one call. We still time. could, yeah. If we could take more than one call, but uh, I'm not some, screening phone calls anymore, Gene. Yeah, moved so, on. Yeah, he moved on. Will Will can't screen your calls. Uh, so anyway, thanks so much, Gene Beretta. Uh, we will talk to you soon uh, back here on the Blackcast and Bert from All New right. Jersey. Yes. Uh, Bert from Berlin. Avengers Jersey. Yeah, I've wished that. Uh, so let's uh, let's uh, bring in our friend uh, Carl Zahn, uh, if you don't mind, Neil, and then uh, we'll have uh, we'll have a quick quick little something after Carl before uh, our our final guests plural. But uh, Carl Zahn, uh, longtime caller of the Dennis Miller Show, who uh, Dennis encouraged to take his uh, a stab at stand up comedy, and he started doing it regularly. And he'll tell us he actually uh, he hosts a radio show I think in New Hampshire uh, one day a week now nice. I think on Fridays and it's a, it's a fairly big station it's a station that uh, the Dennis Miller show used to be on and he's at Carl Zahn uh, he's also Carl from New Hampshire sorry Carl from NH.com. Carl welcome back to the Blackcast you've only got a few minutes but I just wanted to uh, let you know that uh, we appreciate you making time for us did he hang up. Uh-oh. That was pretty amazing. Did he? Carl. I don't think cool. he I don't think Carl, Carl. I don't think Carl hung up on purpose. Kyle. I think that was one of those ones where you know you drop the phone and, and you hang up. Um, we'll try Carl again. Uh, thanks so much, Neil. This, you know, for the I let's let's give credit to Jason Blair, Rick Navarro, Mark Hunt, and uh, Gene Beretta, all of whom yes. great, you know, easy to connect with. Matt and Casey, you're gonna get a pass because you give us free stuff. Uh, yep. Carl I don't know what happened with Carl just there. Carl does have seven kids, by the way. So, Whew. you know, it's probably difficult to really get anything accomplished. And as I said, difficult, so I didn't have to ring the bell. Mm-hmm. He definitely left some of them for a few minutes. Oh, like, I'm sure he, seven he did. I think he's all well, about the older leaving. ones can watch the yeah. younger ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how why you, you have so many. Yeah. 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 That's, that's how right. they used to do it in the old days. Right. In, in the old days. The, the good old days, yeah. No, so... I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, you know, it's we look at the Skype, the phone, the vibrating. Maybe he's uh, hosting his radio show. I was watching uh, that Dana Carvey stand-up that got yeah, on. Yeah, I want to see that. It's I haven't watched it yet. Very funny. Yeah. It's good. There's a part later on in it where he's talking about talking to his friends about their kids and not giving a shit. <laughs> and for whatever reason, my mind just jumped to Dennis. Oh, and I'm just oh, imagining him talking about how he doesn't give a shit about listening to like Dennis talk about his kid or some shit like that. I don't know, just because of uh, all them being really, uh, uh, friends. Uh, speaking of uh, not giving a shit about children, Carl Zahn, hey. are you with us? Carl? All right. He's having some trouble. Uh, I'm little, so well, over Carl. I'm He's a little over drunk. Carl, but I don't know where he went. Is he still there, Neil, or was that just... There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to him in a minute. Uh, we Sounds got a, like most of New Hampshire. We got a very <laughs> special uh, voicemail from a friend of the Black cast. Christian, it's Gene Simmons, star of the 1978 television film Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. If you've never seen it, it's included on the Kissology Volume 2 DVD set. It was also put out on VHS tape back in 1988. You can still find a copy on eBay if you feel like kicking it old school. I just wanted to congratulate you on your 200th Blatcast. I can't believe you've cruised through 200 episodes. Speaking of cruises, I just came back from Kiss Cruise 6, and it was a huge success. If you've never been on a KISS cruise, I encourage you to do so. There is no greater KISS experience than being stuck for six days and five nights on a floating petri dish with Eric Singer. A great time was had by all. We even had a surprise guest, founding member of KISS, Peter Chris. 
He'd joined us for an acoustic set on the Lido deck one afternoon, just after he'd finished his shift at the blackjack tables. Oh, before I forget, next time you talk to Dennis Miller, star of SNL, Dennis Miller Live on HBO, author of The Rants, Ranting Again, and The Rant Zone, all of which are available at Amazon.com, tell him I said hello. Just the other day, Shannon and I were lamenting the fact that Dennis isn't on the radio anymore. We miss him terribly. Not to mention, Dennis really helped Ace with his vocabulary. Granted, he could only listen for so long. Eventually, he'd start screaming, Big word funny man make Ace's head brain hurt. Then he'd cry to himself in the corner for 20 minutes while chewing on one of his squeaky toys. I should also mention that I'm still in mourning over the demise of my beloved LA Kiss Arena football team. Despite Paul and my best efforts, we just couldn't make it work. I call it the Vinnie Vincent of business decisions. You have an idea which at the time seems brilliant, so you gussy it up and put everything you've got into making it work only to see it blow up in your face. Then, after you've stripped off the veneer, and only then, do you realize it was batshit crazy from the beginning and ugly as fuck. It's been a crazy week. Everyone keeps asking me who I voted for. But I've always been very careful not to use my celebrity to try to affect other people's opinions. That being said, for many people, voting often comes down to who they can relate to more on a personal level. On one hand, you had a dried-up old harpy who spent the last three decades lying, cheating, and stealing her way to power. And on the other, an egomaniacal, narcissistic celebrity who has more money than God and can't get enough pussy. Again, I won't say who I voted for. I should mention, however, that for some fakakta reason, Donald Trump fired me off of his old Apprentice television program. You may recall the season I was on the show was the highest-rated season of any television show in the history of seasons or television shows. Well, I feel the new president owes me a little something. I was thinking an ambassadorship would suit me fine. So I searched through an atlas to find which foreign nation would be the best fit to have me as its American ambassador. It was very depressing. Turns out, Vagistan and the Snatch Republic aren't real countries and only exist in my dream journal. Anywho, Christian, I just wanted to tell you how very proud I am of you for all that you've accomplished. Not just as a podcaster but also as a husband and as a father. But most of all, I want to say to you once again, congratulations on 200 episodes of kissonline.com. <laughs> Take care. Uh, well, look, we love when uh, Gene Simmons uh, calls in. you know, And because Gene took so much time, a uh, friend of the black cast, Rob Lorich, will be unavailable to join us. Uh, he's at rlorich on Twitter if you want to follow him. Uh, and uh, we're going to bring in uh, Larry O'Connor, uh, our great friend of uh, the black cast, friend of the Dennis Miller Show, uh, frequent guest host of the Dennis Miller Show. I visited him when I was in D.C. over the summer. Oh. He sat in on, on the black cast for an hour. We were going to do 20 minutes. And, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes. You understand, Roxy. You oh, know, you yeah. Say, yeah, that's, that's how we roll on the podcast. Thanks for sitting in all these people you don't really know. I'm and, loving it. Uh, well, thanks for uh, for doing it and having fun. Uh, Larry O, are you with us on Blackcast 200? I am so excited to be with you on Blackcast 200. <laughs> it sounds like it. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, now, hello, Christian Blatt. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to hear from you. Uh, you're editor at large at hotair.com now, and uh, still obviously on WMAL in Washington, D.C. Um, and this is correct, uh, sir. We're, we're running a little long, as we usually do in the Blackcast. Uh, so, uh, what I wow, just yeah, I know it's sad that I had to ding <laughs> a bell. After I said Larry. That. Yeah, no, no, Larry, everything yeah, is exactly the same. 
Um, so uh, obviously the most important question that I should ask someone who hosts a political talk show in Washington, D.C. and is the editor-at-large of HotAir.com. Larry, how's your natitude? You know, Christian, as a lifelong <laughs> Cubs fan, I think you know that, uh, that this has been a really, really emotional yeah, year for I'm me. Sure and I don't know why you want to sort of uh, pick at that scab. Yeah. I, uh, I saw my lifelong dream come true to finally see the Cubs win a World <laughs> Series. And, uh, and it was a beautiful thing. You know, uh, I uh, was pretty outspoken and kind of adamant that I felt like the Cubs shouldn't win. But when they didn't, I just thought of the one person that I know in the whole world who was devastated yeah. by the Cleveland Indians loss. Paul P., who yes. used to call in and message on the oh, yeah. Dennis Miller show. And, uh, Larry, you actually did a dramatic reading of, a, of an email that he sent in complaining about the black Highlight guy. of my career, yes. Christian Blatt. Uh, it's on your reel, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, I think <laughs> yeah, he's the it only person. It, it, it landed me my gig, actually. And, you know, you, I was thinking of you, too, because it, it, it's actually better. You see, if, if the Indians had gone, you know, like, like uh, 82 and 100 this year or whatever – um, that would have been that would have been normal. That would have been, you know, a, a, a year that begins with uh, 2000 something. But the, to make them go to the seventh game and to go to extra innings and then have that crushing defeat, that was sweeter, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't a bad feeling. And honestly, that was one of the greatest baseball games I've ever watched. It's, you know, it's no... Uh, game six of the 1986 World Series, but it's uh, it's still up there. And at the point that the rain delay happened, I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit who wins anymore. I just want to just want to see it. <laughs> Is you know? Theo Epstein yeah. even allowed yeah. in Cleveland anymore? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't no. I don't think so. Uh, and uh, Larry, um, I guess there was an election this week, and you know we haven't really talked about it, and we only have a couple minutes here. But what I want to know. Is um, how, uh, we've got about Good, sixty seconds. Let's open it up. This will only take a couple. This minutes. will only take a minute. <laughs> this will only take. Yeah, um, you, you just like you were a lifelong Cubs fan. You knew Trump was going to win, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I called this shot. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was the one. You know, uh, if, if no, only. This is the furthest out on a limb I went on on this entire election. I didn't make any predictions, but I did say one thing. I made two predictions. The first was in April of 2015, when everyone was telling me that Jeb Bush was going to be the nominee, I said I guaranteed that he wouldn't be the nominee. So I got that one right. Uh, you um, didn't say Jeb correctly. It's Jeb! Exclamation point. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot about that. There's a new sitcom coming to NBC yeah. next fall. Coming to NBC. Jeb. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and, and when Trump made his announcement, it's funny, I, uh, uh, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to even run for president. Uh, I thought that's what the announcement was going to be because I I am a huge fan of Celebrity Apprentice and uh, I put I put that as a much higher priority than whoever sits in the Oval Office. And when he made his announcement and I saw the collective heads exploding all around the Beltway media, I realized well he's onto something because all of the right people hate him. And so all I said was, you know, you should take him seriously. You should take this candidacy seriously. I didn't think he would win, but I didn't think it should be dismissed. And that was the closest I ever came. And uh, I guess I was right on that count. 
No, and uh, you know we did a, a whole show there at the WMAL studios when I was in DC in July, and uh, you know I think that uh, the whole thing, you know, I, I don't think there was ever highlight number two of my career, by the way. Thank that you. Was the, uh, but we talked a lot about it, and I think that the expectation uh, didn't come anywhere near what the reality was, and uh, you know, obviously uh, a lot of people are surprised by it, uh, but. Uh, what do you think this means uh, going forward for, you know, the never Trump people who were so out on the limb of like, this is going to destroy our party. Oh. So we're going to go ahead and vote for Hillary. Oh, hey, guys, you won. Remember us. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I have a lot of friends who were never Trump and, and a lot of friends of, of uh, the, Dennis, the, uh, the Dennis Miller show sure. uh, were never Trump. Uh, people like Ben Shapiro, people like. Uh, uh, Jonah Goldberg and Steve Hayes and Bill Kristol. Um, I don't think I don't know any of them who actually said it's preferable to vote for Hillary. At least none of those people. There are Not, some of no, them. No, there out were there, people, but it wasn't any of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, but but um, you know you're already seeing some uh, fences being mended. It's amazing what victory does um, in a town like this to convert people. You, you saw Paul Ryan already saying things. Steve Hayes and Bill Crystal all wrote some interesting articles that suggest that they're willing to reassess their their initial evaluation. But, you know, listen, this is how I'm, I'm approaching it. Uh, first of all, can we not agree that the greatest thing over the last several days has watch, been watching the media reaction to this and the, the fact that it lo looks like somebody, you know, shot their puppy? And, well, and, 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 you know, our late great friend Andrew Breitbart would have enjoyed this so much because it's, they, it, they so exposed themselves it, on this it's one. Funny they, that weren't, you, they didn't even pretend to, yeah, to not work against That's very Trump. specifically what I wanted to uh, wind up our little chat about. You know, a lot of people have sort of invoked Andrew in the last couple of years, you know, who he would have voted for and all that. And, I, you know, we don't know because he would have lived a few years between when he passed away and now. But what we do know yeah. – is how much he would have enjoyed one Hillary Clinton losing, but then also yes. the audible gasps of Rachel Maddow in the studio as they would call states red. <laughs> which, from a Schadenfreude standpoint, I I don't even care about the election as much as I care about watching people who need to be kind of cool under pressure just not being able to. You know, Stephen Colbert. You're a fucking comedian. Yeah. You got to go out there and tell jokes, brother. You know, and that that right. cold open on SNL last night was very sweet, especially because you know Leonard Cohen passed away. But y you could have told some jokes. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of like, you know, people are so disappointed. I'm like, you know, the world is still very funny. I mean, you know, yeah. it's scary for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but there's an opportunity to make some jokes here, and uh, people would always be like, oh, there's nothing funny that I can make about Obama. Okay, you want to feel that way because you don't want people to think you're racist. There's plenty to say about Trump, and I hope that people start finding their jokes again. Uh, yeah, in the near it, it just got it got so nasty and so. Uh, you're right. It was uh, that's very well said, Christian. And and I'll just just in terms of what I I don't know who Andrew would have voted for. I can guarantee you he would not have voted for Hillary Clinton. There's no chance in hell. <laughs> yeah. And and the fact that think about how this was lined up here. Um, you had uh, lining up against Trump and on behalf of Hillary Clinton, de facto, you had the political elites in Washington, D.C., of both parties. You had Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama. You had Joe Biden. You had former President Bill Clinton. You had uh, the entire power structure, elite power structure, as well as the Bernie Sanders socialists of the Democratic Party 
aligned with Hillary Clinton. You had the media elites. You had the entertainment elites. You had the music industry elites, Hollywood elites. You had the uh, academic elites. You had the Wall Street elites. All of I, I don't remember in my lifetime seeing this kind of full court press from the elites in this country all on behalf of one candidate. And it wasn't it was more than that. It was on behalf of that candidate. And then the message conveyed from all of that power structure to those who might not want to vote for Hillary Clinton. Not only are you mistaken, but you're actually this side of Hitler for not voting for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, those were all of the people that it, Andrew would rail against and yeah. to see them all go down in such a crushing way um, really is a vindication of, of everything that, that Andrew fought for. So that that definitely brought a uh, smile to my face sure. and a tear to my eye when uh, I thought before, about it. In that, in before that we context. let you go and do, due to time constraints, because, uh, you know, you're going to get dragged back into a black house for a much longer conversation. I'm sorry to say. But, uh, Jeff, you had a final thought for Larry. I, I just the when you're talking about like being able to make jokes, the first thing that I jumped to was when they made the I think it was the South Park guys made that Bush show. When he oh, first that's my got Bush elect- exclamation yeah. point, which was and great. Yeah, that show. Yeah, that's coming. It's oh, all coming. Everybody right. right now is just too scared and yeah. worried and think, oh, the whole world just. And it's like, and then the days keep coming. You'll realize you're being dumbass. I said that at a dinner with friends. I was like, I, honestly, the thing I'm most excited for is four years of solid comedy gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. My friend goes, I don't think it's very funny. And I was like, well, the politics aren't funny. They're shitty, but the jokes are going to be fucking <laughs> but fantastic. The, the optics yeah. are going to be yeah. hysterical, yeah. and uh, the the White House press briefings. Uh, you know, with uh, press secretary Sean Hannity, uh, you know, it, it's going to be amazing. No, I think Coulter got the football that. to the audience. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Throw it back to me. Yeah, that's Throw true. Back to me. You know, Ann Coulter might have that. Ninety percent of the presidency it. is being hated, and he has that <laughs> on the lock. Uh, all right, Larry O at Larry O'Connor. Thank you so much. I definitely look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Thank you for carving Wait. some time out of your Sunday and uh, give our best to the lovely Meredith. I will. And one thing I had to say that I haven't said yet. Congratulations on the 200th podcast. Oh, thank you, sir. God, man. I know. It's a, you'd think I'd find something better to do with my time. Anyway, <laughs> thanks Very so exciting. much, Larry. I love you guys all, and I miss you all. We need to go drinking again. Yes. yes. We'll go to an Angel game at 1230 in the afternoon and get shit-faced by the third inning. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, Great. that worked out well for all of us yeah. last time. And we didn't go anywhere afterwards, did we, Larry? <laughs> no we didn't. <laughs> All right. At Larry O'Connor, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, and again, the time crunch continues. So we're going to have to move on to David Bujenski, oh. a.k.a. Liev. Good. Who will be here. Uh, not here uh, because he's uh, drunk on the beach. I in, don't know if he'll um, even answer his phone. Do you no, think he will? most likely he won't. And he's only getting one chance because then we're going to bring in uh, Coltrane, yes. who is Black Hat's oh, founding member. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's uh, carving some time out in Massachusetts. Two Massachusetts people right here. That's right. I know. And uh, Roxy, you're just basically here to listen, as it turned out. I I hope you're still having fun, though. Yeah. Always. All right. You're Uh, great, Christian. Oh, yeah. Uh, Will, not so great. No, No, that's what we've established. Jeff is adequate. Jeff's adequate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I did before I came here? I was kicking dogs. Oh, that's not cool. That's what I do in you my downtime. I know, you and I just... I, he's yeah. okay, but the other oh. dogs... I was watching that video of you abusing him as he oh, came in stop. and would try oh, to play with you, and he would, like, leave, talk. and you were like, yeah. yes, leave me, dog. Uh, uh, hey, uh... I think Bajinski's is a number that we could give out without too much He's already given out his number to every 45-year-old lady who listens to Go Country. We'll go down to the next name. Coltrane, our final guest of the evening. Will, you don't actually kick dogs. Come on. You don't want to be on record no, of to say that. Of course, I don't kick dogs. Uh, by the way, uh, Jay. Cats. Cats. Yeah. Cats. Yeah. Cats. Come, Come on. on. Well, yeah. 
Uh, Jay Molnar seventy six in the in the chat room asks if we think Paul P is watching right now. Dominicus Saxon says, "Of course, he can't help himself. Probably, probably. You know, it's uh, very difficult to uh, miss out on." Uh, are we joined by the one and only Coltrane? <laughs> I mean, like five minutes before the Patriots game, really? Whoa, You're whoa. killing me, Paul. I feel you. Uh, yeah, Roxy, Roxy Stryer, who's here in the studio, she can feel you. Jeff can feel you. Don't worry. Ben we Affleck have to, feels you. We actually have to be out of here uh, at the top of the hour, so uh, I will not take up any more of your time than that. Uh, it's uh, it's a little bit of a crunch. Uh, people to blame for you running out of time are uh, Liev, go figure, because we couldn't get him on the phone. Uh, Carl in New Hampshire, we tried a few times. And Matt and KC, we forgive because he gives us free stuff. You understand, right, Coltrane? Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so important issues I want to I mean, talk about. I, I do feel like I should have been before all of them. So, I mean, you kind of you know what? Save the there. best for last. I wanted, yeah, that was what it was. It was mm-hmm. save the best for last. That's what I wanted to do. Thank you, Roxy. There's some uh, important issues to talk to you about. Uh, have, what do you think about Jody Arias planning a wedding behind bars? Oh. I mean, you know, listen, the, the fact of the matter is what she's doing, uh, it breaks my heart, um, but I will soldier on, as they say. And um, Would you be the best know. man I mean, if she asked she, you? It's like, of course she is. Like, what, what else would she do? She's nuts. I'm sorry, I, I should rephrase this. Would you be her maid of honor, but spelled M-A-D-E like Patrick Dempsey in the movie, if she asked you? No. Okay. No, I would not. Right. It's love or nothing. Um, and yeah. uh, I, my question really was though, you're not involved in the wedding. I, I thought you, I just expected there to be a bombshell announcement here on Blackcast 200. I mean, that would be a nice touch, but no, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, she also got 180 days added to her sentence for calling a guard a cock blocker. Were you involved in that, sure. or were, that was not you that- either? I mean, that was unfortunately, uh, you know, I was involved a little bit in that. Like, she wanted to talk to me, and the guard was like, no, it can't happen. And she was like, what? How dare you? So You call a guard yeah, a cock blocker, and they give you 180 yeah, more days? what's the law against calling people Jesus. cock blockers? I mean, I mean she's terrible, so she should be there forever. But... up. Yeah, also, she's a terrible person. Yeah, I'm not di- I just mean, no one wants her out uh, of jail. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I just want to be able to say cock blocker. Coltrane, <laughs> Coltrane, I'm sorry I called her a terrible person. That was insensitive to you. I, I didn't mean it. I, I'm so sorry. That's all right. I mean, now now that she's uh, now that she's moved on to someone else, well, you can call it whatever you want. But I'm just saying, you know, uh, if, if she do. had stayed true, then it would have been great. And you know, because of the simple fact that uh, we are limited on time, I, I I apologize to you for that. But we're going to start getting on a little bit more of a regular schedule. We'll have you joining us in the very near future. Don't worry. Uh, Coltrane, but I wanted to ask, sort of tying something up from your the last time you were on, when we were talking about the baseball playoffs. Uh, take a moment and reflect on what David Ortiz meant to the people of uh, Boston, in particular, New England as a whole. I mean, listen, it's, I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's the reason that they that the Red Sox have three World Series championships. He's it's he's a leader in the in the locker room and in the city, which is tough because Boston is not an easy sports market, but uh, he managed to, uh, to do it effectively and um, deal with the uh, terrible media members that just, you know, were always on him and everything, always on everyone and sort of had like the whole doom and gloom thing. And, you know, he's just, uh, he's an icon. He's uh, he's, he's on the Mount Rushmore of uh, Boston sports uh, athletes, which is kind of a bold statement because, you know, he's a newer guy, but he means as much as anyone else. So he's, he's up there. Uh, but not above Tom Brady. 
I mean, hashtag Tommy is is practically like he he's you know like they had like Zeus had like many children, so it's like he's not a god. It's like he's godlike though. <laughs> he's so, godlike. Yeah, hashtag I kinda Tommy think is, of, is you know they're not the they're great living American. By the way, they're not on different levels. They're both up in the air, high fiving like the end of the volleyball scene <laughs> in, uh, in Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yeah. They did a bottom high five. <laughs> a little bottom yeah. five. Well, uh, Coltrane, I'm sorry to disrespect you with only a few minutes here uh, at the end of uh, Blackcast 200, but it would have been criminal. Yeah, I'm, we... I mean, I'm just saying, I'm I, I'm across the country, and then it's like I just get I get shafted out of uh, out of all well, my Blackcast. Part of the problem. I, I see how this is working out. Part of the problem was that we were doing episodes at like 11 p.m. Pacific time uh, for a little while there uh, after all the shows were done here. But uh, we're going to give you the... I'm just saying, so so what? You, you You can't call somebody? Like, there's... there's... When has like when have I ever like been a secret? True, Watson o'clock? probably keeps him up. That's true. I'm just saying. No, you know what? I'm just saying. A little, yeah. you, you you know, a little bit. Uh, I... And then I then I get like tossed out at the end here. I'm just saying, guys, <laughs> this is not the things not going well. Things not it, going it's well. not going well, but uh, you're a very important part of Blackcast family. And uh, Matt and KC made us T-shirts, so you'll get one of those. Does that help at all? Hmm. No, I need some more barbecue. Okay, so uh, we'll make sure that he also sends you barbecue. The T-shirt will be wrapped around uh, at least at least two racks of ribs. Uh, anyway, Coltrane, at Coltrane Leaks, followed by the entire Spambot community, uh, we really appreciate uh, you uh, not punching us in the face for disrespecting you in the way that we did here. Uh, so I mean, not, listen. As long as I end up, as long as like the, my my good buddy Will doesn't leave me hanging out of a Will tourage, then I'll be all right. No, but, look, you always got a place. He's always got a place. Just like you always a place in my heart. Yeah, so yeah. that's a great thing. Hey man, weed's legal in Massachusetts now, so he can <laughs> never be angry again. <laughs> uh, and, true yeah, statement. Tr- true that. All right, thank you, Coltrane. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, by the way, uh, Liev did text me, but uh, we've actually really run out of time because there's other dick. shows need to come in here we've been at this for a while uh so i want to thank everybody who was a part of black cast 200 and the couple people that we missed uh carl we'll, we'll get you on soon uh liev he's not that upset that we didn't get to him so uh he you didn't know. answer on purpose let's be real i think he just his phone was probably you know in a different bar or something like a toilet but uh so uh obviously thanks to jeff deray at jeff deray Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore and Roxy Stryer for sitting in here. You were here for pretty for the whole show, weren't you? You were basically in here for an hour and a half, a little I'm bit just longer. I'm excited showing. to be a part of history. Congratulations! <laughs> this is this is the history that went on this week that yes. people will be talking about mm-hmm. and talking about forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to uh, make sure that everybody likes the Blackcast on Facebook. Follow at Blackcast on Twitter, and of course Blackcast.com. B l a d t c a s t dot com and uh the heartfelt moment is of course thanks to everybody who does listen and and joins us uh either on the phone or just on twitter uh it means a lot that you guys still enjoy us doing this four years later yeah believe it or not god can you uh, yeah i know it's uh it's crazy you know not for you jeff it's only really been like you know two years but still uh it's long enough yeah it's long enough yeah Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll. Uh, so again, that's uh, what at, she said. At Roxy Stryer across uh, social media, and uh, we go out on a uh, on a very special greeting. Clint Howard here, and I want to congratulate the Black Cast, two hundred episodes. Oh my God, it's turning into mash. So long, and we'll see you next time on the Black Cast. <laughs> <laughs>